What is up? Welcome to episode 153. Yeah, you, you, you need to bring that up a little bit more. Yeah. Okay, can I go? You know, you know, you can be on camera too, right? Like you do. You like you like being this man that gets stuck in the corner. For I'm the man behind the curtain. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Uh, Wizard of Oz, great movie. If you have not seen it, I'm old. Oh the my second God. movie. Second one Return is, of Oz is the greatest horror film you in the second the movie world. is Nightmare Fuel it wrapped up. I love it though. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's interesting. Anyway guys, uh, we're coming off of the weekend and a few days of video conferences that was definitely an E and, and probably a 3. Uh That was a thing. Oh, it that was, was a thing. Video games. There were some video games. Uh, oh, some some video games. We're gonna go over uh, all the show stuff in order, but uh, I think uh, overall the show was pretty lackluster. And I get it, you know, I get that like COVID had a hand in things. Um, ransomware had a hand in ransom things. <laughs> ransomware attacks had a hand in things, so not everyone was really fully ready to show off all the big new stuff that doesn't mean like everybody didn't come prepared you know we definitely had some exciting announcements over the course of the weekend um i guess before we get into e3 uh we can talk about the summer games fest which was separate from e3 because uh we all know that was confusing so the reason so remember jeff Keeley was on the e3 board and then he left the e3 board because he had wanted to do E3 the way he did the Summer Games Fest, where it was just going to be announcement after announcement after announcement, the occasional celebrity appearance whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, essentially, it would have been like the Game Awards without the awards portion type thing, but that yeah, sort but of feel. you can't feel, do that for every single show. You can't. You can't it's not realistic, but uh, it definitely was more about like, let's celebrate these new releases as they come out. Um, the Summer Games Fest had... Which is weird because Summer Games Fest has always been Valve's monkey for their sale. Mm -hmm. Which is what confused me the most. Yeah. Uh, so the Summer Games Fest had um, a couple of new trailers, which were exciting to see. Obviously, the big thing was Elden Ring finally being real. I don't believe it's real. <laughs> um, they gave me a release date. I'm like, oh, so you gave me a date of disappointment. Yes. Uh, but we talked enough about uh, the Summer Games Fest uh, last week because it dropped on that Thursday. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Actually, no. Was there anything on Friday? I don't remember anything being on Friday. Friday was Ubisoft, right? No. So, <laughs> this is how bad the first day of E3 was. <laughs> no, I think it was just opening ceremonies and some smaller devs, I think. Most likely. Um, but I believe the... Ubisoft Forward was like the first real one shown. Yeah, I believe Ubisoft Forward was the first real one shown. I'm pulling up the schedule now because I don't remember. <laughs> uh, Summer's Game Fest, Ubisoft Forward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we had the the Ubisoft Forward where they announced a couple of new games. We finally got the reveal of Rainbow Six Quarantine, which I is... I like. I don't. It just looks I, so boring. I, I understand why you don't like it. 
I feel like it's missing the point. I, I understand that you feel like it's not it's not Tom Clancy set in realism. And I'm going to counter that to you with the fact that the family has said that they want Ubisoft to move away from using his name. They could still use whatever they create. Like that's why Siege is so important. Because all those operators have taken on a life of their own. And now making a secondary game on the side using those same like operators yeah i get I, I, get, I get that the operators can exist like in their own universe and, and on, on their own existence do, yeah but throwing in like the this high fantasy element just it doesn't fit not for me really high fantasy because they are basing it off of the u.s contingency plan of uh extraterrestrial life which is an actual real thing that they have confirmed mm-hmm. so everything that you see there is in in like contain, like the SCP kind of thing. Contain, contain, um, monitor and protect. Uh, I don't know. So anyway, um, so quarantine was a thing. Uh, I wasn't impressed. Um, they showed off some more Widers Republic. One of the games that I was excited about, ironically enough, was the new Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope. I didn't think that was coming actually. I didn't think so either, but apparently the original game did so well that it was bound for a sequel anyway. Um, Does that mean that they're going to trust Ubisoft with a Star Fox? Who knows? <laughs> it, it's very rare when Nintendo gives other developers <laughs> any IP whatsoever. Yeah. So we've seen it flop, and we've seen some games not do well that have been handled, but apparently Ubisoft... Uh, people wanted XCOM Mario, so... <laughs> I mean, why not? Like, it, it's great. I mean, it's a very fun game. I had it. I still do. I probably do. I love um, it. <laughs> I want more XCOM games. I, I'm just happy we're getting more XCOM Mario. Yeah. Uh, the other big thing from Ubisoft, aside from more Assassin's Creed Valhalla... <laughs> They announced their expansion, which is nice at least. I I guess that's the thing. Now they're going to turn all their, like, single-player games into, like, live services somehow with extra DLC on top of DLC on top of DLC. Which, it makes money, and if the DLCs are, like, good, then it's it's worth it. I mean, here's the thing. Ubisoft DLC is at least always kind of worth the price that they set it at. Because they do give you a lot of content. So, yeah. So, so, I can't complain about that. Like, for example, uh, the Immortals Phoenix Rising, um, the three DLCs that dropped after, they're fun. Um, I I know I streamed Immortals to its completion, and I thought about streaming the the DLC content, but it wouldn't have made for, like, that much engaging streamable content. Like, the actual game is the one that you want to stream, and these DLCs were kind of, like... Side, side things and you're like okay and they're like short too they're like two to three hours so it's not bad it's not bad uh, just i would have plowed through it very quickly that's what she said oh my no. God. <laughs> um the big announcement quote unquote <laughs> from ubisoft <laughs> from ubisoft uh avatar i don't know if that was a big announcement which I, which is why I said quote unquote. <laughs> Bless James Cameron because he can literally sell anyone anything. I mean, it, it looks I'm like not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. 
Um, it's not only that, but like apparently that their work on this Avatar game is what actually impressed Disney enough to give Ubisoft more Marvel licenses. It doesn't make sense. So actually, no. What it is is impressed Disney enough to trust them with Star Wars. That's what I was. Right. Not, okay, not yeah, thinking. yeah. I was going to say, I'm like, <laughs> you're thinking of Square. We'll I'm get, thinking of Square. We'll get, we'll get Square in a minute. I'm already, I'm already in my mind about all the the the, uh, <laughs> the snark I'm about to give Square Enix. <laughs> no, uh, the, the the work that Ubisoft Massive did on on that. on that Avatar game when they showed it off to. I really like it. Ubisoft um, Star Wars game. I think they could do very well with it. I do too, as long as it's not full of open world BS. I just don't want the the choke. I don't want open world what if it's, chokiness. No, no. Like, what if it is a Star Wars game in the same vein as Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, but for the Mandalorian, or like a Mandalorian type game? I mean, I would love a Mandalorian game <laughs> flat out, but. <laughs> yeah. But um, that game but, is apparently coming out with the new Avatar world, and yeah. at the same time, the new movie. Yeah, it's it, it's obviously done to be in conjunction with the I new expanded. Um, <laughs> I I really wish I had that confidence. How do you launch a movie in two thousand and what eight nine? Yeah, and then plan the sequel for twenty twenty two, another one in twenty twenty four, another one in twenty twenty six. And the last one in 2028. Because my name is James Cameron and I have money. That's why. And it's to sell Disney rides. We all know this. In all honesty, <laughs> that man, that man has, has, that man has pulled off the greatest heist in my opinion. He has. And look, Avatar. At the time was a technical marvel, yes. Uh, it, it was a very technically impressive movie. Um, not hold up the, to time though. Was it good? Uh that's Pocahontas. That, that's it's Pocahontas, Avatar, Dances with Wolves, and Last of the Mohicans all combined in once, with a dash of like Fern Gully. So, <laughs> I really hate uh, that you're right. Like I'm, I'm going through in my mind. I'm like, yeah, he's right. <laughs> in space. <laughs> In the Halo uh, universe, I th- the thing that hurts, <laughs> the thing that I feel for though is Ubisoft Massive are the developers behind this game. They're gonna work on the open world Star Wars game, which means there's less time for them to work on the game that we really want to play, and that's like the Division. No, so that's the- Beyond Good and Evil Two. Yeah, <laughs> one day that game will come out. <laughs> I have hope now for so, other reasons. So I think I think that the. the, the Ubisoft tried, and I think what hurts Ubisoft is that there were games that we wanted to see that they didn't show, right. like the Division Heartland. I was hoping that they would have showed something on that. I would have hoped that something on Beyond Good and Evil 2 would yeah. have been on, because that game feels like it's been in development for like 30 years now. Um, it's actually funny <laughs> that you mentioned that, because it was announced the same year that Cyberpunk was announced. 2013? It was hinted at in 2013, I believe. Yeah, damn. So... <sighs> the first trailer that we saw talking about it was in 2017. Yeah, when Michael Ansel himself was like, Hey, I have it. It's this thing. <laughs> this. I'm not tied to a chair with a gun to my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're not Konami. Oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, oh, my God. So, yeah, I think, the, I think the glaring thing from Ubisoft was what wasn't shown more than what was shown. Because there were other titles that we knew of that we wanted to see. And, yeah. Like, and, and to, be clear, to be fair, though, out of all the companies up until two, uh, outside of two, if we're talking about just the third-party companies, I give Ubisoft for what's going on with everything going on and all that. Yeah. I give them at least a B. A B, B plus. I'd give him a C just because, like, for me, with everything that's been happening internally at Ubisoft, I wanted to see if they were able to sort of gra- grab a hold and go past that and say, hey, this is the direction we're going to go in. And from what I got from this presser, it still feels like a company that has no idea what they want to do with the, the things that they're offering out there. Right. Uh, you know, out, say, outside of ob- the obvious things that we know are going to have some type of monetization the ro- foreign the factor. The stuff was interesting, though, at least. Yeah, like, that was cool. Like, yeah, like <laughs> I, I actually thoroughly enjoy Rocksmith. It's not going to teach you guitar. So, I, I can't really... And the fact that they're doing the actual... Um, mm-hmm. Um, DLC with actual with musicians and everything. Yeah, which is cool. So. It'll be interesting. Um, well, they, they also did that downhill game, right? Uh, they had the Riders Republic, which, which was, I like. I miss those kinds of games. I do too. I just feel I like them better when they're more st- streamlined and focus on one sport, one sport instead, instead of, of like everything. And I'm like, oh god, that feels a little overwhelming. I was impressed that the crew still had. I'm surprised the crew still has a following. So. It has more of a following than... The Avengers? Avengers. Yes. <laughs> the, does it also have more of a following than Outriders? Yeah. Oh, hey, look. Both were games by same, Square actually. Enix. Yeah. Oh, same, I'm, ready. I'm so ready to rip on Square Enix, but we're not up to Square Enix yeah. yet. We're going up to uh, the next show, next big show, which was Microsoft and Xbox Bethesda. Um, wow. Wow. Uh, they showcased... I think 30 games. 33. And of those 30, 27 of them are launching same day on Games Pass. <laughs> as well as like when the game comes, comes out. out yeah. um, obviously, the big thing from the Xbox showcase was a lot of the games yeah. coming out from their partnership with Bethesda. We have Starfield coming in 2022. Did you see the... The the quote unquote controversy about Starfield. The CEO of Bethesda had to issue an apology to PlayStation fans because it's uh, to, now, to the butthurt ones that yes, well, that please. are now and he's just like, but you also have to understand, like when we announced the game, we hadn't made any deal with any company yet. Sorry, like <laughs> I don't even I don't even think he should have he shouldn't have done that like. If anything, Microsoft definitely needs more exclusives that are more than Halo, Gears of War, and Forza. You know, those are three really good, you know, franchises, and the Microsoft fights him at it. But like Xbox, definitely needs more. Like Sony can literally throw a stick at a wall and it hit a first party franchise. So I, I I don't think that he really needed to issue that kind of an. I, I get that, but like people were like, oh, but why is um. Deathloop still coming to PlayStation 5. Because they made PC. that deal beforehand. Yeah, that's literally what he said. He's like, this. we made that deal beforehand. Like, I can't yeah. break that deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever. At the end of the day, you know, 
Bethesda is going to do what Bethesda does. Starfield's probably going to launch with like a thousand bugs anyway. So it's going to be like real space. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think about what some of the games that were really. There was a lot of like indie looking stuff that really impressed me from Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft. Um, but some of the Bethesda stuff was really nice. I've seen Star like Starfield. I think is going to be good. It's their first new world in like 20 years. Um, (laughs) there was a game called Redfall by Arcane Studios where, uh, they had like a bunch of vampire hunters fighting vampires. That looked cool. I actually really liked that. (laughs) I really liked that because I I sat there and was like, wait, this is just snarky. This is snarky Scooby-Doo. Yeah, that's pretty much Give me more of this. Yeah. (laughs) Party Animals coming to, uh, the console is also really nice. Um, Party Animals was on Steam Early Access. It was on Steam Early Access, and then we haven't heard anything since. And from the trailer and from even rewatching, it just sounds like it just became a specifically Series X and S exclusive console. Yeah. And also on Games Pass. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't mean that it will be on PC, though. No. It'll just be on Games yeah, Pass. It'll be on Games Pass. <laughs> Um, there was that side scroller replaced that had that pixely, like, yeah. Norse looking thing. Uh, that was really cool. Was so many games, and just like I'm sitting here with Microsoft, I'm like, you, you're doing the thing that we've always asked you to do. Yeah, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, they showed off the new Halo, Halo Infinite. They made a really big announcement. Did you, did you watch the multiplayer? Yeah, the multiplayer is free to play. Not just no, no, no. But did you watch the actual multiplayer show off that they did? No, because they announced yes, we will have a battle pass, and the battle pass is free. I know the battle pass is free. The battle pass is forever, so you can't miss anything. Yeah, so if you if you jump in on like season three, you can still You'll grind get, for season one, one and season two, two content. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. That's how it I should want be. More of it. <laughs> that's how it should be. Um, Which is weird because Microsoft <laughs> has always been like we've always kind of looked at them as like you guys are kind of greedy. Where's the greed? What's the catch? Well, I th- <laughs> I I don't think it's that like they've been greedy. I think a lot of it was mostly them trying to figure out what type of footing they wanted in the games industry. Yeah. Like when they went from regular Xbox to the 360, we saw them understanding that consoles matter, so they yeah. like dinner. And then from the 360 to the Series X was a little bit of like this. They wanted to figure out service. Yeah. They wanted to figure out the service. So it's like, yeah, we have the console down. The service part, though. Yeah. How do we keep them? (laughs) So. So obviously, like, Games Pass is the thing that is their driving force. Yeah. And what it is is they want to be, they want you to have Games Pass no matter what type of thing you have. And I think that's why they're like we know some people are going to have our our series x and s and they're not going to have access maybe they have a laptop that isn't that great they might not have like an up-to-date computer so they'll put games pass on their system and then for the people that have like the ecosystem in their house where they have a tablet they have a computer they have you know video game systems you know they're the people with uh expendable income that can buy all these things they're I like, tell you how I got my first gaming PC, did I? No, and I don't want to know that story. We're talking about E3 right now. <laughs> I'll tell you that later. <laughs> You'll enjoy it. I'm sure I will. Um, 
they, they, they want to cater to that audience too. And I think, you know, the whole concept of games as a service is really what's putting them, at least in my eye, uh, a little bit better than what they used to because the way they handled the um, the Xbox One, that time frame was just weird, terrible and weird. And it's, now it looks like they figured it out and they have like an idea, you know? Yeah, but there is also a downside to this that I worry about. Um, people just owning their games. They've convinced an entire generation of people that owning a game is technically worse than renting a game. Uh people are going to go into it with whatever they feel yeah. is easiest for them. Yeah. So if a person wants to have just the digital library, then they have that, you know? Yeah. Um, yes, the the concern is, you know, do you really own your stuff? The answer is we all know is no. <laughs> you uh, own your save data. You just don't own the, the application to launch it. Yeah. Anyway, so. so there's that. Um, I think... The other thing is, you know, for people who like the physical medium of gaming. Me. Yeah, me. <laughs> um, as my son can attest into the chat, I have quite the collection, even though it's mostly PlayStation. <laughs> so uh, there's that, you know. I think uh, overall, though, like Microsoft definitely had a solid presser type thing. They embraced the meme. Yeah, they gave us the fridge. Finally. They gave us the fridge <laughs> like this year, and I'm just like, oh, cool. I kind of want it. <laughs> no idea what I'm gonna put it. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember what Microsoft ended with. Forza. Was it Forza? 5? It was Forza officially. They showed off Forza, and then that, it was that, and they're like, yeah, here's Horizon. I feel like there was something else that they ended the show with that had more hype. Uh, the fact I was excited that they finally got Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, that was cool. I think uh, to work on the console, but also they they shrank its size. <laughs> Plus, they brought back their combat simulator with the military, right? As an expansion, which is cool. Yeah, uh, Forza Horizons Five looks phenomenal. They did make Mexico look like Mexico, <laughs> and you all know what I mean by that. <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> But I'm so happy that I'm so happy that they, they did not go with the sepia tone. Right? <laughs> I'm like, wow, you actually know stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh overall, uh grade for Xbox? A. A? Yeah. I'd give them that like B minus. I give them the A because they they had such a a hard launch. Yeah. For their console and everything. And it's like, hey, look, it's worth the wait. Here's everything we're bringing. Yeah, so I give it a B minus because as someone who is very conscious of how amazing Games Pass is, I still want there to be a reason to have the console. Like, I don't want it on Games Pass. I, I don't want it on PC. I want a true Xbox Series X exclusive that I buy, I put in, and it's only on this system. And they don't have that. Everything's on Games Pass. So far, yeah. <laughs> so it it just makes me feel like like okay, I don't have to buy your system. I'm just gonna continue to save up and invest in my computer and wait till it again, goes. Again, though, I know not. I know that not everything goes on Games Pass PC, yeah. but at some point it will, and I'm fine waiting. That's up to the developer itself, actually. Yeah. Because like the Kingdom Hearts games aren't on PC. That's fine. I have and them on other systems. I know, and I played through all of them on the, on the Series X. 
That story makes no sense. That's painful. It was painful. That story made no sense whatsoever. I could have told you that. (laughs) Yeah, but I wanted to remember how it didn't make sense. So I played it in story order, which was even worse. So you couldn't just do like the Wikipedia reading and then just have your eyes go crossed about that? (laughs) I think the the people just gave up. I'm pretty sure they did. All right, so the next portion of E3 that was <laughs> after Xbox, it's barely memorable because it was Capcom and Square Enix, right? It was Square Enix first. Yeah, so we had Square Enix show up. I don't know what that was. It was chaos. Please um, I have so many issues Square Enix didn't really show up. They just they they did a hosh pot. They appeared and were like, Here, the, here's some games. Okay, oh, the like, Guardians. The more that I read about the Guardians game, the more I'm a little interested in it. I'm, only I, because it came out of the pandemic. Because they realized we don't want to play an online game. We want to we want a natural story driven game. So at least their hearts are in the right place. The I, franchise I, is completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like this was like the double. This was the the game that Idos Montreal was like. Okay, we're gonna make your online only thing, but uh, what we want from it is we're gonna make our single player offline thing. And and that's and they were they were like they were given a choice of like teams, and they were like uh, the best of this is these guys. Okay, yeah, we're just gonna make a Guardians of the Galaxy game. I I don't feel like it's worth it it feels like an expansion pack that they didn't want to make into an expansion pack and just decided to make it into its own game the thing is you only play as star lord so which eh. that whole game just looked like meh. it just felt like mass effect um with more snark yeah uh they wasted like they wanted to sell Groot. <laughs> <laughs> i am Groot. um <laughs> And they spent like way too much time on that Guardians thing too. I was like, okay, I get it. You know, you're, you're no. I was at that halfway point. I'm like, you really have nothing, do you? That's pretty much when I thought about. It. I was like, wow, they have nothing. And then it's like, hey, we're gonna make, uh, we're gonna do these repixelized versions of Final Fantasies one through six. Oh, that's really cool. What is it gonna come on? Oh, it's only Steam on PC. Mobile. It's only only Steam and mobile, and they're like, but not on. And then they cut it any to console. Games. But not on any console. Like really, uh, like for the Nintendo Switch. Right, like that's a that's a layup right there for Nintendo Switch. Yeah, it really is. Like, so you just go bloop, look, Nintendo Switch, Final Fantasy one to six, repixelized. Have fun, guys. And then uh, they focused a lot on like uh, a lot of their gotcha games, like that Final Fantasy Battle Royale thing, whatever that was. It's fun. Maybe Exodus is fun. No, there was that. uh, Oh, the other one. The other one that. Moving right along, then. Um, I expected them to announce Hitman DLC. No, they don't. They don't have the Hitman franchise anymore. Oh, that's right, they don't. Yeah, I took I took their toys and went home. <laughs> uh, going back to like the Guardians thing with Idos Montreal, it, it makes me upset that like this is what Idos and Crystal Dynamics have been reduced to. We still don't know. Like, Crystal Dynamics is working on a game, yeah, and we still don't know what it is. I'm hoping for a new Legacy of Kane, but that's like wishful thinking. I think it's another um, Tomb Raider. I really think it's another Tomb Raider. That'd be nice. I think the the world is ready for more Lara Croft. 
She spent three games becoming the Tomb Raider already. She might as well have a game where she is the Tomb Raider. I think that's what they're doing. <laughs> I think that's actually what they're gonna do. No, I, I, we we need Legacy of Kane. I need I need my Ve Victus. Def Jam too. No, just no, not from them. No, they wouldn't do that. That I don't even think that's their game. <laughs> I thought Square Enix. No, not Def Jam. No. I'm thinking the bouncer. <laughs> Speaking of the bouncer. <laughs> And 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 other cringe '90s era gaming. Oh wait, no, Bouncer was 2000, right? That still counts. It's like that cringe like scene era. Yeah. Of like the late '90s, early 2000s. So I'm I'm sure I'm Your skipping a game. <laughs> I'm sure I'm skipping a game, but uh, there was that uh, Teen Ninja Koei no. Tecmo thing. Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Nobody which is, asked for that. Nobody wants that. So here's on the, paper, here's the thing. On paper, I was like a Dark Souls inspired Final Fantasy game. I'm like, that's really cool. I hope they don't mess it up. And then we got that trailer, and I was like, they messed it up. No, they didn't just mess it up. And then they get, they're like, oh, the demo's gonna be available today. And I'm like, cool. Let me download the demo. And day one of the demo, the demo was corrupt. And I was like, they messed it up. <laughs> Crap. So, so there was a patch for the demo <laughs> that dropped the next day. So then I finally got to play it. And I did it a little bit before my Ratchet and Clank stream. So I played it for like an hour. And I was like, hey, this actually isn't half bad. But this is definitely from that like PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3 era, era of like... <laughs> Cringe. So Dirge of Cerebus? So that see Dirge of Cerebus, I like I like tried, of, but it was kind of cringe. Yeah. It was cringy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like there were certain parts of that game that I did like. I I thought it being souls like was decent because it wasn't executed properly and I, I definitely let it be known in the survey that you get to do at the end of it like i typed like an essay in that thing like <laughs> i guess there'd be like <laughs> I, I haven't played it yet just because i how do you have budget cosplay lightning so you like, you, you get you get armor in the game so it, it was obviously a, a poor choice to have him in like jeans and a t-shirt um, but you get like actual like equipment where he starts looking like a Final Fantasy character. So I, I was wrong. No more has nothing to do with this game. He's just a character designer. That's it. No, he's not even the character designer. He's literally labeled as the character designer. He's designing just armors, apparently. Nah, those are definitely Nomura character designers. That main character is literally Volt Kruger from The Bouncer. Copy and pasted with a different haircut. You can't tell me otherwise. You can't. It looks like the 1.0 Hero <laughs> of Light from 14. And then if you look at like... And remember, they nuked that game. I know. <laughs> And this is where he wound up. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe oh, this, it feels like no. it's an isekai. He got isekai from Final Fantasy XIV into this game. <laughs> no, I don't need that. Oh, no. <laughs> 
Nobody asked for that. <laughs> I mean, I kind of want, like, when I heard that this, like, Team Ninja was working on this and it was the Neo devs, and I was like, oh, they're going to probably do, like, a soul style. I was intrigued. Like, I was, like, I was intrigued. I'm still a little intrigued, but I definitely, like I said, I definitely let it be known in the thing, like, yo, your gameplay needs this. The battle system needs this. There is no reason why the block and the soul parry thing are two separate buttons. When the soul parry thing is literally the same as a block, but I absorb the attack that is... I, that makes no sense. Why are they two different buttons? Why are they two different buttons? Wait, 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 wait. The other thing that they definitely need to work on, story. Yeah, that too. Because how does the original game have so far a better story and better motivation? Because we got to do... Dark and edgy, and make them look macho. Fourteen has dark and edgy, and does it very well. We need macho Eminem. You they know, have macho football, football buff Eminem. I, I swear, <laughs> I've, I've run into that dude. I've run into that character <laughs> at like five a.m. coming home at the gas station from Otakon, <laughs> and you know the type of person I'm talking about too. He's got he the has si- the monster. He's got the, the monster and the cigarette. <laughs> And he has like a fist of Slim Jims. <laughs> and you go up to him like, sir, uh, where's the bathroom? I must find chaos. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and then I, I wonder know. if there's just like him in a tank top, like a white tank top. No, the guy in the white tank top with the jeans is the ice cold water guy going, I got your ice cold water. And it's only one dollar. Oh my god! <laughs> that's his. That's his partner. Uh, <laughs> yeah, at the very end of that, I sat there. I was like, "So clearly, Yoshi P needs to just take over all of Square Enix." Nah, it, it's fine. I think if if people are really at least serious, to do show at least to showcase stuff. No, if if they do take the feedback seriously, and I'm thinking they will. Uh, hopefully a lot of gamers are in the same boat as mine where like you can actually tell that like it's intended to be a Souls game, but it completely misses the point of how Souls games play. So it's not cheap? That's well, not really cheap. It's it, <laughs> You can do a lot to trick stuff in that game. Um, and that, that's after I figured it out. Post-stream, I was like, oh, wait, I can just do this. And then it's like, oh, this combat's babies. Um <laughs> But um, once once I figured that out, I was like, the combat's like terrible, especially that because the different classes you can pick are just awful. Wait, so, th- there are only in the original four classes, right? So depending on how far you get and where you explore in the game, uh, you can find a warrior class, you can find a dragoon class, and you can find a um. There's a mage and a black mage. No, there's red mage, black mage. Yeah, so like, so the ones in the demo, in in the demo, there is a swordsmaster, there is a warrior, there's a lancer, mage, black mage, dragoon. I said warrior already, right? So there's six that you can find in the demo that I know of. But you have to find the weapons first before you get the class. I get that, I get that, I get that, but I'm just like... They, I'm trying to remember the original Final Fantasies. Um, well, the original Final Fantasy was like just the base classes. Yeah, but they turn into stuff. Um, it was fighter, swordsman, fighter, knight, or warrior, um, red mage, black mage, thief. Maybe, yeah. I, I think that's what it was. 
So um, the mage classes are just like terrible because the magic system just does not work. And that whatever they have, whatever that is, <laughs> get, rid <of> <laughs> get rid of it. Like, and I and I was I literally wrote like three paragraphs on how they can fix the magic casting system, and I spent like another three paragraphs on how like they can fine tune the actual. Red mage doesn't even use that much magic. He stabs you. He's the jack of all trades. He could he could use melee. He could use magic. He could. Yeah, so I wrote like a good like maybe nine to ten paragraphs, fully detailed. Like, this is where you need to tighten up certain things on your combat. I, if they fix it, like it has the potential to like be be, be a good Souls game. Um, the problem is it's from the Neo developers, and Neo and, the other problem is and, and Neo is not good. The, that the time that this game comes out at, Elden Ring is probably going to be out. Well, this game is still very early in development. I think what they gave us is all they have ready. Watch. Watch Square is going to be like, we need to ship this for quarter one. And they're going to split They're going to split it up into episodes. And they're going <laughs> to split it up into episodes. Yeah, yeah I can see them doing that. Um, yeah. No. Nah. And then you know what the worst part is? It's going to it's going to we're going to ship in January to compete with Elden Ring and then the game is just going to get crushed. Probably. And then Square Enix is going to be like, oh, we don't know why it failed. Like, well, you shipped it with, you know, the game that everyone wants. Yeah. <laughs> in the same month. Elden Ring. I don't believe it's real. Yeah. So anyway, Square Enix, uh, you get like a D plus. Good enough. <laughs> Just flat out F. Okay. <laughs> that entire, here were the moments of hope for me. Ready? The one through six, the mana. Because they just showcased the Mana remake. I don't know. A part of me was a little hype for Strangers of Paradise. No. <laughs> I might be an edgelord. <laughs> the inner edgelord. The inner edgelord. The, in, the, inner, the inner... Strangle it out yet. <laughs> the inner edgelord that's in me from the 90s that liked God of War. Old school. Yeah, but <laughs> old school God of War is... Devil May Cry. The old Devil May Cries are still good because they didn't take themselves too seriously. Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden's were never good, but they were just great games. Just to kill time. They were okay. Like, they were not good games. They're just... I've been playing the uh, the remastered version. And I I started with two just to see if they did anything... With it, if they took out the cheap, no. let me get hit by arrows while I'm opening doors. No, it's still it's still there. <laughs> I was like, oh great, they didn't learn anything. <laughs> you expect them to learn? Uh, no, not not Team Ninja. <laughs> they make very pretty games. They make beautiful games. Beautiful games like Dead or Alive, Extreme Beach Volleyball. Um, but great. no, <laughs> this is a very good game actually. It's a great uh, simulator. What it simulates, I don't know, but it it's Black a good draft. it's a good one. <laughs> It's a great black simulator. Sure. <laughs> uh, then we had Capcom, which basically just re-aired everything we've already seen for like thirty Capcom, minutes. I give them, I give Capcom a pass, as in, as in, if I was a teacher, like your house caught fire, so I understand. <laughs> so, so my thing with Capcom is like, yo, we would have understood if you didn't, if show you up. didn't show up. <laughs> You didn't have to, but I feel like E3 was like, come on, come on. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think that was E3. I, I remember, E3 is there for investors. Okay. So maybe I the investors were like, come, come on. on. No. <laughs> we, gotta we have to show up. It's unheard of. It's bad for our wallets. It's like, bro, 
Y'all were hacked. Y'all got hit with COVID three times. Japan. And then you got hacked again. <laughs> yeah. Capcom's not ha- hasn't been having a good like time. Like two years. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was definitely rough. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here, I'm just like, yo, like, Capcom. But, uh, like, I feel like they could have been like, yo, we're not doing this. We're sorry. Like, like I feel like they could have, they, they had every- They literally could have said, like, if they wanted to be there, hey, we're just going to show you what we already have. We are working on stuff. We're just we can't show it yet. Yeah. Because of this, that, and the third. For sure. Um. So then, at this point, oh uh, well, there was, we can talk about the PC show, which the was, PC show actually, while it was kind of disappointing for me, sketch wise and everything, a lot of the games that were there were like, I'm like, okay, cool, I'll play that. No, there was cool, a lot of that. really cool games shown off. I just yeah. got tired of all the advertisements every like five minutes. Yeah. That was so PC, bad. PC Gamer has an issue with that. Yeah. <laughs> Mech Warrior Hustle, though, like, listen, I've played Mech Warrior 5. I'll give you my honest opinion of it. It's an okay game. It phones it in a lot of the time. A lot of things get phoned in at E3. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about this game itself where, where the game itself is kind of phoned in in a lot of it. And it, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. Um... Eh. I think the coolest thing that they showed off was that little box for the force feedback for for steering wheels. I guess it being at three sixty because the the here's the price jump for it. Here's the reason why I'm excited for that. It's like oh, it's three hundred sixty dollars. Like yeah, cool. And I'm like, wait, what's the next price tag for that? Twenty five hundred dollars. I'm like, okay, no, 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 that's much better. I will gladly pay three hundred sixty dollars for a force feedback mechanism. New yeah. Blood Entertainment showed off new games that they didn't show, they didn't actually announce. They just threw them in their sizzle. Oh, I mean, there was definitely a, a few games that I was really intrigued by. I think the biggest one that I liked was this game called uh, Solstice. Yes, that game looks phenomenal. Yes, um, it, it feels like it's a Devil May Cry inspired game. Um, there was that first person shooter that was like turn based. I forget what the name of it was. I'm trying to look it up right now. Uh, um, uh Lemnis Gate. Yes. Lemnis Gate. That game looked really interesting too. Um This is a good time if you want to get into PC gaming. This is the perfect time because there's a lot there are a lot of new indie devs that mm-hmm. just showed up and they're like doing weird things now. Because it's like, hey, remember that game that we played when we were a kid? Yeah, let's make something like that. Yeah. Um, we skipped it because it was done earlier, uh, but let's bring up Devolver Digital's, uh, showcase. Can I just say those people are geniuses? They're, they're, they're amazing. They're geniuses. How do you sell a single one VHS tape for a thousand dollars because someone bought it in the second it was announced? It's already got. It was gone. It's like, yeah, we're selling a VHS tape at this website. I go to the website, gone. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. So Devolver Digital showed off some really nice games. Uh, the main one that uh, called out to me was a game called Trek to Yomi, which looks like Akira Kurosawa the game. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, Wizard with a Gun was just like a. I was excited. I'm still excited for it. 
I, I don't know what it looks like. Did they show it? Like they did show the, it. At, at Devol- don't start. At it, Devolver, yeah. it was like just the cinematic thing that they showed. I was like, where's the game? The like, game. At, so they did show the gameplay later on in another trailer that they mm-hmm. released. And it plays like... Um, don't Starve? Don't so Starve, it's like a, but a survival shooter type thing? Sandbox okay. shooter kind of thing, yeah. All right. Um, there was a game called Inscription that they showed. Uh, it looks like a puzzle psychological horror type thing uh tumble time had like a really weird commercial looks like it's a mobile title it is it's okay okay (laughs) it's disney zoom zoom but with like abusive gotcha (laughs) yeah uh demon throttle is an 8-bit game coming from doinksoft which were the guys that made gato roboto uh, looks super old school. It's a Nintendo Switch exclusive. And it's physical only. And it's physical only, <laughs> which is amazing. And I'm buying that. Same. Super hardcore. Um, Shadow Warrior 3 was also something they showed. Which, um, I, I'm sorry. I like that Shadow Warrior 3 is starting to look like the game Rage 2 was supposed to be. But that's it, just me. It, just looks like flavorful, it looks like flavorful uh, Japanese flavored doom. I mean, that's what Shadow Warrior was. I know. But... <laughs> Anyway, uh, the big show of E3 of the big show of E3 (laughs) was Nintendo. (laughs) Okay, yeah, Gearbox was there. We don't care about Gearbox because I care about Homeworld. That's all I care about. Yo, Gearbox was so terrible because it was literally just Randy Pitchford walking around annoying celebrities, and I was like, I don't want to watch this. I forgot how short Kevin Hart was. That's the old. That was the most amusing part of the entire thing. When I saw him next to Randy Pitchford, I'm like. Are you in a box? Did they give you an Apple box to stand on the whole movie? Um, That's all I want to know. I realized we forgot to give grades. So PC show? PC show, I will give a C. C? I was going to give it like a B minus. Um, Devolver Digital? I give that an A minus. I give that an A minus too. Gearbox, F. F. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But Nintendo decided to save, literally they saved the best for last <laughs> again. They, again. They, they saved Nintendo, Nintendo uh, saved and, and Nintendo again. saved E3. So for those of you who are joining us live, <laughs> our background image <laughs> accurately represents our feeling about Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> and for our audio audience, it's the meme picture of Kazuya about to throw Kirby off of a cliff, um, which you would know happens if you watched the Nintendo presentation, which started off literally, literally swinging <laughs> with Kazuya being announced for how, Super Smash Bros. I love how they baited it, though, because they, they start off with Ganondorf, and I'm like, oh, he's being, I'm like, oh, is this Breath of the Wild too? No, wait. That's Ocarina of Time, Ganondorf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, uh, Nintendo showed off the new Smash Brothers. We had some uh, updates for games that were coming up soon. A brand new WarriorWare is coming out. Which was hinted already at from the survey. Yeah, from the survey. We knew it was coming, but it was nice to actually see See it. See it, yeah. Um, And throws money at screen. (laughs) We already already did that. Um, What else? There was another one that I really liked. Uh, Fatal Frame, which is multi-platform, but, but it was nice to Fatal see. Fatal Frame? Yeah. Like, oh, the fact that we're getting a new Fatal Frame. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five. Yes! Now, is that a Switch exclusive? Yes! That's amazing. Because <laughs> <laughs> one of the things I was wondering is, I was like, is that like only on the Switch? Like, Because Shin Megami is like, usually, the recent, traditionally... The recent, no, the recent ones actually have 
only been on Nintendo hardware. Okay. Four was only on the 3DS. Okay. It's all it's the spin-off games that get like placed everywhere. Mm-hmm. But for some weird reason Nintendo's like, no 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 no, we just want Shin Megami Tensei. And I was like, but what about this? Like, no, 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 we just want that. Alright. <laughs> cool. More games from my Switch. Always a good thing. More um, Fest games. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we got the confirmation that a fifth game in the Metroid series, the Metroid chronology. Is finally, finally being made. And the reason why I say that is, for those of you who don't know the history of Metroid Dread, uh, Metroid Dread actually was almost made back in 2005. Yeah. Because the creator of the Metroid series, well, not the creator, the guy who currently is, because the creator of Metroid is um, Iwata. Um, may he rest in peace. Um, but he had this game planned back in 2005. Um, unfortunately, he didn't feel that it pushed the technology enough. He or... said that the technology wasn't there. He then tried to get it developed on the th- on, on the, the 3DS. D- no, on no, the it, was a, DS. it was a DS originally. Then he tried getting it on the 3DS. 3DS. Like, not there. No, he's like, no, this is no, not, not it. And now with the Switch, he's like, it's here. And <laughs> the, the team that they got to do it was the team that took a shot on the dark. And said, hey, we remade Fusion. What do you guys think? It's like, can we continue with this project? No. Go remake Samus Returns. Yeah. <laughs> so Mercury Steam, which is a developer that I have enormous respect for because they've given me three of the best Castlevania games I've ever played, <laughs> being all three Lords of Shadows games. Yes, I am a Lords of Shadow fan. Don't judge me. Um, There's no judgment. <laughs> <Castlevania>. <laughs> um, but the guys behind those games... Um, also, Clive Barker's Jericho. Like, if you haven't played that fantastic old school uh, horror shooter back in the day. Um, <laughs> uh, so, Mercury Steam is developing Metroid Dread. Uh, they basically essentially brought it back from the dead. Um, what was funny is Mercury Steam were the ones who were originally supposed to help Bandai Namco with Metroid Prime 4 before yeah. they said, no, 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 and gave it back to Retro. Yeah. But they said, hey, we like what you do. Here's a 2D here's, here's one. Here's this 2D one that you did because they did the remake of um, Samus Returns, and that game was phenomenally done. Added some new gameplay features that yeah. were amazing, and you, you see those gameplay features showed off in Metroid Dread. Um, Nintendo has confirmed that this is the finale to the Metroid saga that started in the very first Metroid. So I'm like... What does that mean for Samus the character? Like, I think I think this is probably the finale for this because if you really think about it, it's her chapter of getting revenge. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, for like her parents dying, everything, what happened to the Chozo, and all that. Right. I think going forward, she just might she might still have metroid games they might not be called metroid. i think that, yeah that's what i was thinking i think they're like they won't be called metroid, metroid anymore because metroid is the first book let's say like that yeah and then it's like what are you gonna call it afterwards who knows but it, it's interesting that they've made that decision yeah. um which makes me wonder what's gonna happen with metroid prime because we know that metroid prime is in this window between the first two games yeah before she goes to sr388 um <laughs> So it'd be really interesting to see where Samus goes going forward now that they're effectively saying... The thing is, did you catch in Dread? 
the one thing that that popped up that that um, impressed me was the fact that there was a living Chozo. Yes. And I'm like, wait, aren't they all? Supposed They're supposed to be? to be extinct. Yeah. That's what threw me off. I'm like, are are we? Are they not extinct? Are, are they? <laughs> That's what we're gonna play Metroid Dread for when it drops on October eighth. I love I love that the Switch like I love when the Switch gets like really nice titles back to back in a way. Oh yeah. September WarioWare, October Metroid Dread. Um, did they reveal a release date for Shin Megami Tensei Five? I think it was August. November. Oh, it's November. I think it's Look November. at that! You just got three months of amazing Nintendo and then Switch. In December, we get the revival of the one game everyone wants, the one franchise from the GBA era. Advance Wars. Advance Wars. Yeah, man, that was amazing to and see. And that's again. in December, and I'm just like, you you literally have given us a game release every month. Yep. For the rest of 2021. I'm like, so this month, literally next week, is Mario Golf. Yeah. July has something large. I don't remember what it is. August has No More Heroes. No More Heroes 3. Where. Well, WarioWare is not a September. Oh, September, right. Yeah. September is WarioWare. October is Metroid. Shimagami Dead says November. Yeah. Advance Wars December. And then in 2022. We, at some point in 2022, we get Breath of the Wild 2. And oh. supposedly either 22 or 23, uh, Splatoon 3. 20, well, Splatoon 3 is also 2022, uh, but we obviously got the little teaser of what Breath of the Wild 2 is going to look like. Uh, the game is obviously not going to be called Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, A.G. Unoma, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right, has said that uh, they do not want to reveal the title just yet because the title of the game gives away what's going to happen in the story. Um, but if you pay attention to that trailer and... Just like you said in the chat, how like there was yeah. gonna be all these like twenty minute YouTube dissections. Yeah. I dissected it right <laughs> off the bat. I was just like, I am like, okay, I heard this and I heard this. And one of the things that you can hear, well, one you can see right in the trailer, uh, there's floating kingdoms, which is obviously an allusion to uh, Skyward. Skyloft, which is makes sense given that Skyward oh, Sword. Oh, Skyward Sword drops in July. Yes, <laughs> Skyward Sword HD drops, uh, which makes sense why they would re-release yeah. Skyward Sword to remind us that hey. This is where they came from. They came from the sky, and uh, we're gonna go back there in this new Breath of the Wild sequel. The other thing, the other thing is, if you pay attention to the end of the trailer, uh, the music slows down, and then it goes into the Twilight language from Twilight Princess, which maybe Midna is coming back. Yeah. I don't know. I, a lot of people have been pulling apart that the the the, the dried out body that we see is actually the original hero from ten thousand years ago. Ooh. Because if you if you remember in the um, I had to actually go back, start a new file for this, make it to Impa. It is a red haired, like buff dude, and I'm like, yeah, the original hero according to the legends. And I'm looking at him like, was Ganon supposed to be the hero and he got corrupted? Possibly by power. You got. It's implied that. Demise is a spirit yeah. that infects Ganon. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see if they put like a little twist on, on that. the Legend of Zelda story where like, like yo, uh actually Ganon was supposed to be the, the hero. hero. But, yeah. And this entire time it's like you're just some some random dude. Yeah. Who's forever stuck because of the the Triforce of Power, Wisdom, and Courage. Mm-hmm. 
So it'd be nice to see if uh, that happens yeah. in the That's Legends. What a lot of people were like hinting at. I'm just like that. That would be an interesting. It would be an interesting shock for. Zelda and gaming <laughs> everywhere. Uh, Nintendo's grade? <laughs> A plus. Triple S. <laughs> Nintendo basically showed you how it's done. It's like, look, you guys, this is how you do digital presser things. Like, come on. We've been doing this for five years. <laughs> <laughs> We've literally been doing this for five years. Like, here. Uh, so Nintendo obviously had, like, the best show and literally is why E3 is... They're the reason why E3... Is able to continue, continue <laughs> essentially. Um, Sony did not have a presser, they have pulled out of E3 for obvious reasons. Um, that worries me in all honesty because they for E3 this year they literally could have only shown probably the Horizon stuff. I feel like they could have saved the Horizon thing for, for like for do the state for no, do the state of play that they originally showed yeah. before for Horizon and showed at this one. Like, I don't know, maybe. I think that they felt like, oh, we don't really have anything to show but the Horizon stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> oh. She's asking you to check your phone. <laughs> check. Okay. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. That was E3 in a... Nutshell, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I look forward to literally. I think Nintendo has the most stacked year this year. I think so too. They have a major um, release every. They actually had a presser today, also. Well, they had like Pokemon. some Pokemon thing today, yeah. Where they announced that um, Pokemon Unite is actually dropping in July. Yeah. Oh, that's right. There was a limited run games thing. I didn't really yeah, I, I, I I didn't watch it. Okay, so. River City Girls 2 is big. And that we're getting a um a remake of the original game too. Yeah. This is my face. It is whatever. Um I'm sorry, I just wasn't that hype. <laughs> I wasn't that hyped during the whole limited run games thing because they take forever to send things out. I'm still waiting for my parents to dragoon. Uh, you want to laugh? Guess what I came? Guess what came in the mail the other day? What? My um, my collector's edition uh, Samurai Jack. Oh my god! I'm still waiting for that too. Yeah, it, they just shipped it out. Mm. I didn't, and I think I understand why it took so long. That thing is huge. Yeah, I'm just. I didn't I'm, realize. I'm waiting for three things actually. I'm still waiting for <laughs> my Samurai Jack. I'm waiting for the Panzer Dragoon Sega Saturn yeah. crystal thing that I got. I'm still waiting for the their version because they did the physical for the deluxe edition of Hitman Three. Even though I already had Hitman Three on my PS Five, right. there was a special deluxe edition for the PlayStation Four that they that only they were making. So, so I bought that. So essentially, I have I bought Hitman Three twice. So. <laughs> Also, stop program. Yeah. The, the well, that's not going to ship to like later in the yeah, year anyway. That's not shipping till later in the year. Um, they work on like the good smile thing where it's like open to pre-order and then they manufacture everything. Yeah. So that's why. I guess. Anyway, that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, if you want to let us know what you thought about E3, you can definitely do so over in our Discord. Keep the conversation going. Tag me at Omega Z. Let me know what y'all thought about E3 or what we talked about this game in general. 
Uh, for those of you looking to support us in other ways outside of just a regular follow and sharing our content, our content, you can also take a gander at our merch. We have D t-shirts, D hoodies, D tank tops, and D mugs for your beverage of choice, including our patented invisible drink. Um, so you can get that over uh, <laughs> at our merch shop. That they show that one. That that's not invisible. <laughs> You can also take a look at our sponsor, Image Anime, at imageanime.com, and use our promo code DISCOUNT20 for 20% off all in-stock items over at the Image Anime website. And if you want to take a look at what is on that website in person, you can have to do so right here at the Waypoint Cafe, located at 65 Ludlow Street, where Gino is the owner and operator of said cafe. We have balls again. They, 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 that shit was. It's a lot of balls. <laughs> <laughs> um, balls energy drinks now in stock at the Waypoint Cafe. It's a soda, not an energy drink. Uh, what's going on? It's like an energy soda kind of. I don't know. It, it's one of the last of the nineties. I guess so. When sodas had like, because an energy drink requires vitamin B for it to be in there and chlorine. Ah yes, it does not have those. It has guarana and like. Caffeine. Caffeine. Um, yeah, so you can check us out over at the Waypoint Cafe, where sometimes you can find Gino or myself hanging out. Feel free to say hi if you do stop on by. The content and the fun doesn't end here, though, because we got RJ and Joel coming up next with some more uh, Famicom detective novel for your gameplay and viewing pleasure. That's going to do it for us here on the Decode Podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode. Until then, as always, you've been decoded.